0: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up to the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend the steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellows and girls, the first day of the New Year is traditionally the day for making resolutions that will govern our conduct for the coming year. Now, some of those resolutions we'll keep, and others, uh, well, we might forget. Now, here's one resolution we should all make and not forget. Let's resolve to do our darndest to help America win this war. Let's remember throughout 1943 that one of the most important contributions we can make to the war effort is to buy war-saving stamps and bonds. We help to pay for the planes and the tanks and ships and guns that will be needed by the United Nations to wipe out those Nazis and those Japs, which will make many, many happy and prosperous New Year's for freedom-loving people all over the world. So on this last day of the old year, 1942, let's stop just a moment to be thankful for the many blessings we can still enjoy here in America. And uh, let's not overlook the fact that although we're making sacrifices daily, and will be called on to make many more before this war is over, the privilege of spending time in relaxation is still ours. That we still believe in building strong minds and bodies through sport, and say, speaking of sports, reminds me to tell you that tomorrow, New Year's Day, Superman and his friends will give up their time on the air so that you may listen to the thrilling Cotton Bowl football game between Georgia Tech and Texas University on the mutual network and the station to which you're now listening. Remember, there'll be no Superman program tomorrow, but don't fail to be with us on Monday when we start a new and exciting Superman story. So be with Superman and his friends at the kickoff of the exciting Cotton Bowl game tomorrow. And don't forget to make a New Year's resolution to buy war savings stamps regularly. Because remember this, a stamp a day will pave the way to victory. And now, the adventures of Superman. As you remember, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, Perry White, and Jimmy Olsen had been aboard a mysterious tanker which they had found running in mid-Atlantic with no crew, absolutely deserted except for the body of her dead captain. Later, after some hair-raising adventures on the ship, during which Mr. White suffered a severe cut on his head, they were rescued by a Navy patrol bomber. As our last episode ended, our friends were on their way back to Metropolis in a clipper. While discussing the still unsolved mystery of the deserted tanker, their attention was attracted by a bearded, monocled Englishman who was mistreating his dog, a great dame. When Lois interfered, they learned that the man was Sir Alfred Kenneth Tresceda, a famous breeder of Great Danes. As Sir Alfred left to take his dog to his cabin. Kent, looking after him with a quizzical expression on his face, said, That man is not Sir Alfred Tresceda. What? What? How do you know? I met Sir Alfred years ago when he was in America. I was a cub reporter then. He came here to lecture on the training of dogs, especially the Great Danes. That man is not Sir Alfred Tresita. But how can you be sure, Mr. Kent? Well, Sir Alfred had a kindly face, Jim. This man's face. Well, it's, it's not the same. And then there's the dog. He brought the same Dane with him. Cordelia was her name. And she worshipped the ground he walked on. Matter of fact, he was his prized pupil and obeyed his every instruction. He certainly never maltreated her the way that man did. But if he's not Sir Alfred Kenneth Tresita, who is he? Yeah, and where's the real Sir Alfred? Two well, very interesting questions. And something tells me we better answer them and answer them quick. Clark, if that man isn't Sir Alfred Tricita, then I think we'd better go to him at once and demand to know who he is. No, 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 not so fast, Lois. That wouldn't get us anywhere. Let's watch him and keep an eye on him. Chances are he'll betray himself before we reach Metropolis. But you say that you know he's not Sir Alfred. Yes, I know he's not Sir Alfred, but what I want to know is why he's masquerading as Sir Alfred. Golly, Mr. Kent, what do you mean by that? I mean we mustn't betray ourselves to him. Whoever he is, he's assuming the identity of someone else, and whoever does that is up to trouble. We've got to find out what sort of trouble he's up to before we tip our hand. I don't see that, Clark. I don't see it at all. Why? If he's trying to palm himself off as of someone else, I think we ought to confront him with the fact that we know about it. Just because you haven't the courage to go to him. Oh, him and... now, please, Lois, it's not that. I just think it's best to wait, that's all. Oh, wait, Mr. Kent, what do you think he's up to? I don't know, Jim. I get at any rate. Of course you don't know, and you'll never find out if you don't go to that man and confront him with the fact. Oh, look, Lois, we're six hours away from metropolis. I guarantee we'll find out all about that pony by the time we reach the airport. All right, Mr. Kent, we'll see. We'll just wait and see. But Lois does not wait to see. The more she thinks about it, the more convinced she becomes that the fake Sir Alfred Treseda must be confronted with the fact that his impersonation has been discovered. Finally, convinced, she determines to take matters in her own hands. Excuse me, I think I'll go to Mr. White's stateroom and see how he feels. Maybe the dressing on his head needs change Of course, Lois, that's a good idea. Go ahead. But Lois does not go to Editor White's stateroom. Instead, she goes to the one occupied by Sir Alfred. She knocks at the door. Yes? I'd like to see you for a moment, Sir Alfred. Yes? Oh, it's you, Miss Lane. Uh, Still concerned, are you, over my treatment of the dog? Why, yes. I'd like to come in and talk to you about that. Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course. Do come in. Thank you. Well, Miss Lane, fire away. I'll try to answer any questions you may ask. Very well. Maybe you can answer this one. Why are you masquerading as Sir Alfred Tresceda? I beg your pardon? I happen to know that you are not Sir Alfred Tresceda. Who are you, really? <laughs> Miss Lane, I've had enough trouble from you for one day. I'm afraid I must ask you to leave. Sorry, I'm not leaving until I find out who you are and what you're up to. Oh, I see. Determined, young woman, i am sure. I usually get what I go after. Oh, sometimes... <clears throat> Sometimes, Miss Lane, one gets a little more than one goes after. Why are you whisking that door? Since you are so determined to stay, I am making certain that you do not leave. Now, look here, Sir Alfred. This is becoming ridiculous. I insist. Do you see anything ridiculous about this? You've got a gun in your hand. It's more automatic. Yes, and it's equipped with a silencer. Sit down, Miss Lane. You and I are going to have a little talk. And not about dogs. (laughs) Sit down. Sit down, Miss Lane. Uh, That's excellent. Now then, where did you get the notion that I am not Sir Alfred Trusceda? It would be best to tell me, Miss Lane. I suppose I have no choice. I didn't discover it myself. Mr. Kent did. Your actions with the dog aroused his suspicions. Not only that, he happens to know Sir Alfred personally. It would be better to say that he knew Sir Alfred. What? Sir Alfred Trusceda is dead. Dead? Yes, I killed him. Why? What for? So that I could impersonate him. Very simple, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. But why are you impersonating him? I'd rather not answer that. Matter of fact, Miss Lane, I've wasted just about enough time with you, I think. You'll know too much, I'm afraid. And I'm going to have to shoot you right now. Drop that gun. Back what? you! Oh. Oh. Silverman! Where did you come from? Don't ask questions. Go back to the lounge. I'll take care of this faker. But I don't understand. Well, once, Miss Lane, do as you're told. Clark Kent warned you not to come here. You he might have heeded that warning. But I still Go can't... back to the lounge. Jimmy Olson is there. Stay with him. Where's Clark Kent? He, uh, he's in his stateroom taking a nap. Now go. Yes. Yes, of course. Now well, then, I'd better close this door. Pretty much of a wreck, but if I wedge a chair against it, hold it closed and give me the privacy I need. There we are. Oh, is coming around. Oh. Well, since Lois has messed this up, I might just as well end the simple oh, way. What hit me? I did. Oh, who are you? Where'd you get that fancy rigged your way? I'll ask the questions. You're not really, sir Alfred Tristita. I know that definitely since I was listening at the door. I also heard you say you'd killed him. Why? I'll never answer that. No? Go on, hit me then. Do your worst. I'll never talk. Oh, well, we'll see. Put me, put me down! Put me down! Cover your face with my cape. There's no need cutting it. Cut my face. Yes, we're going through that window since there's no way of opening it. Out! Out! Ah, Stop! talking! Put me down! Put me down! Please, I beg of you. And talk. Why did you kill Sir Alfred, Dracita? Why are you masquerading as Sir Alfred? The whole story out with it. No, us. I can't you it. You can and you will. No, I can't. Pass, but I can you. You're gone. And I bid you goodbye. I'm going to drop you. Happy landing. No. Down. Down. There. I'm right beside you. Talk and I'll catch you in my arms. Refuse and I'll let you fall into the ocean. No, I not Only catch me. Catch me. There. Ah. there. Got you. Oh, no, thank All heaven. All right. Back to your cabin in the plains. Now then, start talking and fast. My name is Rita von Breckförster. I am a German agent. What? But your accent, your mannerisms. As a youth 12 years ago, I was sent to Oxford to study in preparation for this workhouse to do for our Führer. I was brought up as an Englishman, trained to speak, act, even to think like an Englishman. See, go on. An agent was needed in America to carry out the minute details of the new war of nerves. We are beginning against the American Merchant Marine. Wait a minute American Merchant Marine. Did you by any chance have anything to do with the Albatross incident? The mysterious deserted tanker found in Mid-Atlantic? Yes. My men engineered the whole affair. Go on, tell me more. How was it accomplished? No. I said too much. Keep on talking or out that window we go. going. No, 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 wait, go. No, 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 no. I'll go. Oh. The submarine captured that tanker and took off her crew. We forced the radio operator to send a message for help. Pretending that the ship was sinking. I see. Then we quickly left the spot taking the tanker with us under full steam. We kept her hidden until we were ready to start our mystery. Uh I think I get it. Some days ago, you sent that tanker out into the high seas with no one aboard but the old man of the seaweed. Then he wasn't really crazy. (laughs) Of course not. He, too, is an agent trained to perform his task expertly. It was his job to further mystify those who came across the ship. Now I see how all this ties in with your so-called war of nerves. Haunted ships. Ships returned from the grave. Ships running without crews. Dead captains reappearing at dinner tables. All part of a plan to terrorize the sailors of the American Merchant Marine. Yes, that's exactly what we planned. Well, I'll say one thing. I'm afraid you don't know the American Merchant Marine. Your trick was a good one. But I'm afraid it would certainly have fizzled. I don't think so. We Germans are never wrong. Oh. Tell that to the Russians. Well, all right. Get on with it. How and why did you impersonate Treceda? Well, it was done to get one of our agents into America. We knew Treceda was coming to America. Because I looked something like Treceda, it was arranged that I should make myself up to look as much like him as possible, kill him, and take his place in the plane. I carried out my assignment to the letter. So it seems. Evidently the dog, which of course I was forced to bring with me, gave me away. Well, now that you know the entire story, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? Just this. (laughs) Oh! Now, resume my disguise of Clark Kent and turn this Nazi over to the captain. I think he might be called Superman's New Year contribution to the war effort. And so ends another thrilling and baffling Superman mystery. A brand new series of Superman adventures begins on Monday, same time, same station. So be sure to listen in every day, Monday through Friday. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. Yes, don't fail to join us again on Monday for the beginning of a new and exciting Superman story. And don't forget that tomorrow, New Year's Day, there will be no Superman program on the air because Superman and his friends have given up their airtime so that you may listen to the thrilling Cotton Bowl game between Georgia Tech and Texas University on the mutual network and the station to which you're now listening. So be with us at the kickoff of the Cotton Bowl game tomorrow and then tune in the adventures of Superman again on this station at this same time on Monday. Meanwhile, Superman, Lois Lane, Editor White, Jimmy Olsen, and yours truly, wish for you a very, very happy and prosperous new year. And we hope that when another new year rolls around, the war will be over, and the world will be at peak. So long now until next year. Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive! Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual.